1: Good morning to you, and thank you so much for choosing J Order One Point Nine. Affirm and welcome to the show. Let's talk your current affairs and political show, where we look around latest developments in the country and try to talk about it and bring succor and bring understanding to our listeners. Today is another interesting day for us to look at uh, actually the fuel subsidy and look at Palestine's order to Shatima and other governments to increase the minimum wage. And we we'll would look into that and see how it will be effective for cushioning the effect of the few subsidy. So today. Welcome to the show. My name is Abigail Seaman, and I'm not alone this beautiful morning. I'm joined by my partner in crime, Emeka Misi. Emeka, good morning. Good morning,
2: Abigail. Good morning to all our listeners. Um, it's beautiful to be here again. A number of things on my mind. Um, one of them, I think we... The media has... I wouldn't say has decided not to talk about it because of sensitivity, but I think it's one that we need to highlight. The have a first comment mm. that um, that has gone, you know, gone viral. Well, some people like like Khan said, you know, he's just he's just singing rubbish. He's just trying. He's, to, just, you know, bluffing he's just bluffing. Just bluffing and talking to mm. his people. I think that we should be careful as leaders, as people, be careful the kind of things we say in a country that's that dances very, you know. Unsteadily on the precipice of ethnic and religious sentiments, political leaders should be careful. I also would expect that the federal government would invite El to explain what he meant. Now, if you as a political leader with the level of clout and influence you have, would utter something that divisive, and nothing is being done. The people who are supposed to checkmate these things are not saying anything. And then, because of a some say doctored conversation between a presidential candidate, everybody was asking a lot of questions, "Oh, what is this? What is that?" And with this, there seemed to be crickets would have to we would have to, as a people, be very careful let not as everyday Nigerians allow political leaders to use our heads for their games like i've said this several times. they don't really care about us in the end it's all about their selfish interests, all about their personal goals. So if we are going to be a people of wisdom and lead ourselves right, we would have to think for ourselves. The era, the days of blindly following political leaders because my lead down your mandates are should be over. Think for yourself, question things, and be your own selfish person. I, I say this because I don't think that as a people, we are mature enough to have such... Such conversations—it was—it was bad in the mouth, terribly bad in the mouth. And while I understand that the quiet is because you don't want to stir pots that doesn't need to be stirred, we also need to be careful. Like they often say in African parlance, now from clap to the enter dance. And also remember years ago when this thing happened in Kaduna State, and many people had raised questions. Many people asked questions, of course. And um, what was sold to us was the idea of competence over a presentation and all of that. And well, some might say it didn't work out well for those in Southern Kaduna, but I think we should be careful. And also for the state governor here in Platte State, um, I saw pictures of work being done you know, in some parts of the yes. states where debts have been cleared. Yeah, and I must commend, I immensely commend, that the people in charge are doing the work. However, mm. going forward... Would also want to, you know, see that the process is not just a one off because it's not new where people come into power and they, you know quickly they put things in place and everybody applauds them. And when we all are, you know, high in the euphoria of the brilliant things they've done, they relapse and go back to status quo. I hope the governor elect the governor in charge right now will continue in this stead and not just make this a one off thing, but also create systems that Ensure that these dirts do not over occur in those places and even in inner cities in the state. But I need to commend him and the tax force. And I also want to say this for the tax force that is set up, so you know, look into certain issues. We would like to know in the coming days, weeks, and months, discoveries you've made, especially concerning the misappropriated funds and you know, treasuries of the states that claim they claim to have been looted by the past government. We want to know what you found out because, like we said here. If it's a government for the people, by the people, and with the people, if I should add, every decision you make, every discovery you make that concerns us as a people are, you know, Luther's treasuries, as it were, we should know. So please, the committee members, do well to tell us the things you found. So we would know who, who would hold responsible in the coming weeks and months and years when things are not done right. Good morning, people.
1: Yeah, a lovely morning. And as Nigerians grapple with the aftershock of the fuel subsidy removal, President Bola has directed the National Economic Council to come up with imputes on palliative and the minimum wage review as part of measures to cushion the pain of subsidy removal. Now, this was as, as the trade union Congress said it was expecting the federal government to provide feedback on its demands for 200,000 naira minimum wage by June 19, and. It's quite interesting because the conversation has taken a new turn. And one of the pertinent questions um, we'll be asking and trying to find answers to is can an increase in the minimum wage truly alleviate the pain caused by subsidy removal? And can the Nigerian government meet the demands of the trade union? And to help us. Um, have that conversation this morning, Come with Steve. Alicu. A lovely morning to you, and welcome to good morning the show. and
3: happy new beginning to every one of us. Uh, for you to have survived in Nigeria, it's, it's only God that can do it's, really it's really God, God. <laughs> it's really, and God. that goes to reinforce the message uh, patient Jonathan left with us. There is, there Godo. is
1: God, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lovely woman there. I think I, 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 I want to say, uh, some Nigerians would actually miss her. I personally do miss the impatient good luck Jonathan but let's, let's come right into the discussion let's talk about the impact of all of this just um, as President Walamitunabu um, began office or started office the first thing was we saw the ripple effect of the statement he made on the inauguration day we've always what I wanted to get your insight on that um, take or what, wanted to get your take on that. And a lot of Nigerians have said um, he wasn't empathic, he wasn't sympathetic when he made such statements. A lot of Nigerians said it was the wrong timing. Uh, wh- what do you make of all of this? I think
3: f- before we go into that, uh, the opening statement by your colleague is very, very important. We can't run away from it. Definitely we can. not if we allow the likes of Erufai to continue to go around and say whatever, then you begin to ask the government. Are they fighting hate speech in this country? Because that's purely hate speech. It's actually hate speech, yeah. It offends the constitution of Nigeria. It offends the letter. It offends the spirit. It offends all the best practices of the whole world, and big protocol, international law, and convention. And I think this is not the first time people like uh, Erufa is running his dowry mouth. Mm. And I think if we don't stem the ties, other people will begin to join it. And before you know this country will be ablaze.
1: Mm.
3: I want to ask, what is the DSS doing? doing. I want question. to ask, what is the federal government doing?
1: A lot of people have brought out statements on behalf of him. I also want to
3: ask the current new governor of Cardinal State, what is he saying? That you are a beneficiary of a system does not mean that you don't caution somebody. Mm. Because that passion can set Cardinal State on fire, Definitely. and the new governor may not have stability. Mm. So I think every well-meaning Nigeria across the religious tribe north-south should condemn people like Elufay coming out to say that. Because if it's in other places, let's take the DSS on the plateau. Mm. How many times did they invite the former deputy uh, central bank governor on the plateau? Because he alluded that some governors in these states are in hand in glove with uh, the bandits and the terrorists. Mm. And I think people like Elufay should be screened very, very well. Should be well. summoned. Mm. Because immediately he came into office and said he paid ransom. And after then, we saw the level of killing we in Kaduna and it's other places. Mm. So we must also ask him, is it that you paid for people to be destroyed or what? And secondly, people like uh, the Tinubu should not have people like Fire around him mm. because they are going to create more trouble in whatever capacity they give them. People like them should be taken off the political life of this country and the public life of this country. You know, he embarrass Nigeria as a country. That he said people will go in diplomatic bag. Mm. That's purely yes. an nihilistic statement that other
1: country will not take lightly. And I think we should not take it for fun of it. We, we hope that the, the, the authorities that be do the right thing when it comes to statements like that. You hear other people being bashed when they make statements like that. But for a political leader, a leader, to make such a statement... As far as I'm
3: concerned, he's not qualified to be called a leader. Mm. So we should drop him of that uh, the, rope. The he's not a leader. leader. Mm. He's a sadist. It's only a sadist that will rejoice over the spleen of blood of other people or when you derogate other people, or when you denounce other people or marginalize them. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this one very, very strongly, and I think people should challenge the incoming governor what is his stance on this. On the issue. And then coming to the plateau, yes, he has also said about uh, the tax force. Yes. But there's one critical content that is also missing, the civil society content. Mm-hmm. If you look at the, the scale of uh, the appointment, there's no civil society content. Because you, they are to establish a mobile court.
0: Yeah. And yes. if there is
3: no civil society content and caution, caution, it that. will be a matter of abuse in the nearest future. Mm. I quite agree with that, but subsequently, it's very important. It's something they, they should look into. They should look into. I also see that the religious angle is not there. I'm not a religious bigot, but you are saying they are going to uh, establish some form of advocacy. How will you walk into the mosque, into the church, if mm. you don't have one of them speaking to What's them, that? quoting Quran and the scripture, why people should live? a clean environment. To yeah. so our topic of the day, as far as I'm concerned, uh, raising salary is not enough. Mm. First is to say that uh, we have not have living wages in this country. 30000 is not a living wages. It's a slavery. Mm. It doesn't allow you to invest. It doesn't allow you to save. There are a of limitations that So as far as I'm concerned, 30000 and in many states... Every father is talking about uh, promoting one religion over the other. In many of the northern states, called Muslim states, governors that are wicked are still paying 18,000 minimum wage, Zamfara to be particular, and many of the other states. So, why will you not challenge those people? Are they practicing the real Islamic uh, practice that we've seen in the Quran? So people like El Rufai should know where they are going. And then look at the level of destruction he's doing to El Zezeki. Even on the eve of him leaving the office, Mm. uh, marking about 40-something houses to be demolished. Demolished. He's only a sadist that can do that. He's not doing it for any religion as far as I'm concerned. So we now come to where we are. So we must go beyond just a a salary issue. Mm. Uh, We've had history in this country where the PTF, either you like it or not. Go to you today. Some of the best sheets and some of other equipment, you still see the accolade of PTF. PTF and, the rest. The and this is where some of us are very critical of the former go- former president. You wear a PDF, uh, is it PDF or a PTF, PTF? Chairman. P- chairman. Yes. And on that you campaign. And you came to office and you could not give same to the public. Mm. And then without putting anything in place, you remove. if a military ruler has a as uh, condemnable as some of the act of Abacha is, could give a human face to a policy. Where is the human face that Buari has given? Where is the promise of uh, the refinery? Where is the uh, modular refinery that uh, the former vice president launched in Port Accord? Where are they? Mm-hmm. Is it not a shame that you are a sitting governor and president for eight years? You don't have refinery, but you are opening, commissioning a Dangote okay. refinery. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. If Niger can have refinery, if other countries can have, why should Nigeria not have? So it goes beyond salary. We must take it holistically, mm. so that at the end of the day, you don't give people with money with one hand and take it with the you left hand. The and it's hand. not new. Mm. We must not also excuse the electorate. And let me place it before the electorate: when people were pantering sentiment and the rest, did they see where it has gotten them? Which one of them can take their party membership and go to any filling station and get well? at a better price which one of them can go to market and say this is my religion sell rice cheaper for me how much is it transport for you now so you put that together but it's not new we've seen it in the scripture the days of joshua especially joshua chapter 9 if you read that word the gideon i pretended as if they are a friend they form league and before you know they were a part of the people mm. in later days people in israel have to be killed because of them and then fundamentally when people were campaigning we were telling people you cannot put the old wine in a new bottle it will burst it will perish mm-hmm. in fact another scripture tells us that all of them both the bottle and the wine will perish and then you can't take old clothes and put it many of these people when they were campaigning they were dressed in old clothes and you can't go the same old way i expect nigeria to function as it is mm-hmm. and that's the more reason why people must go beyond well, whatever palliative measure anybody's it's about the economy, and this is where I agree with the labor movement, mm. it's about taking the whole chunk of the economy and see how can we give life to it because either we like it or not and let me also tell people that are condemning and saying that uh, what uh, celebrating what Tinubu has done it run contrary to the speech he gave on the, on the inauguration date what he said, he said he will not rule but he was going to consult. Consulting. What level of consultation have led to subsidy? have gone and look at And this is why people must realize that when God says when the righteous rule, the people will rejoice. This is me The voice of a government, the voice of a ruler carries power. He said, where the voice of a prince or king is there's power. Just look at one statement and look at the trouble it has brought. The, ripple the same out. man and the same campaign team that was camp, uh, that was again a mifile, for the trouble they cause in the name of a uh, coloring no, of mm, Nigeria yeah, yeah. naira N- N- yes. N- N- yes. same way you came you do not have the temerity of looking backward uh, and people celebrate many of these leaders as if uh, they don't have history if you look at the picture they were showing close to the election and inauguration of mko abiola tinubu was there mm. why can't you even reasonably look at the statement of mko abiola if you say you not look at what other presidential They said his, president? his
1: manifesto was a redesign of MKO's manifesto. No, you don't see
3: a full of it. In fact, what mm-hmm. MKO said when they asked him about subsidy, he said, when I get to the office, I will look at the figure. I will consult with critical stakeholder, and then we'll put in place whatever we can put in place. Mm-hmm. Did he consult? What is doing now? What stopped him from doing it earlier before now? You became president, elected president, quote, unquote, and you were traveling all over the world. Why not sit down at that point and put in place what can we do? Look, Yaradua gave us example in this country. A passenger raised price. Yaradua brought it down and promised they are still going to review it. And if you put all this subsidy history to what they have given to the rich, it's amount to nothing. Mm-hmm. Dangote loan alone have a waiver of over over sixteen trillion. Dan Gote alone. Mm-hmm. And then sometime in, in two thousand and nineteen, I forgot Akabwezi. Aka address the people we are celebrating as ceo in this country that they are owing nigeria over 30 trillion in tax that they don't remit so why not go after those people and question the fed and um, some people will also uh, let me say out of ignorance they uh, say in other country this is what they they pay and they have well, you also asked the social compar- security compar- the social benefit where uh, of, of those all, all countries other countries and yeah. compared to Nigeria, I think Tinubu have to have a rethink mm. because tribunal case is still going on. What if the tribunal says he'll run election? What will you use to convince the people? Mm. So it's very, very important. It's not to him. all of us must learn, we must stop the old way of doing things and reinvent a new way so that at the end of the day we can save this generation and save future generations. All
2: no. right, all right. Um, my question is like you said, the Fuel subsidy removal, obviously, its effects is visible to everybody. But like you also said, it um, you know, was already in the budget. It was already stamped that by the end of June, there will be no fuel subsidy. We'll stop paying fuel subsidy. So, one, we say that Bola well did not exactly do anything that was not already done by the previous government, which we respond to. And secondly, with Spain 200000 with the economy we currently have, how much the government currently has, we are owing... Seven is it seven trillion? Already? Yes, we are already owing that. Seven trillion or seventy-four
1: trillion? I know we are owing you around around that figure, right? That the amount that we are owing with the GDP
2: to, um, to debt ratio that we have with a terrible tax system, even if the government decides to pay two hundred thousand as minimum wage,
3: do we have the money to pay people? Let me tell you, Nigeria is rich enough. <coughs> Let's look at the last government and what people stole. I remember the slogan when Buhari was coming is Masugudu Sugudu, that his corrupt people will run away. In the first six, six months, they ran away. But after he appointed minister and he saw that uh, Masuchini is the people that he brought on board, they came back and looted everything. So if you look at the colossal the the sum that people have stolen in this country, I tell you that is, there is enough money to go around on that. Either it's 200,000 or less than 200,000. The most important thing is that the salary issue must complement other factors. Then let's look at the issue that I said. What did Tinubu tell us? I take leaders by their policy and by what they are sort of themselves. Mm. He said he has taken over himself the burden of asset and liability of the former government. Yes. But let's ask him in critical Have you allowed Nigerians to see? What is the asset and what is the liability? Handover was done even before the, the original date of handing over, which is illegal. It's just because Nigerians don't go to court. That handover can be challenged in the court. You only hand over to a sitting government, not a government in awu You have not sworn in a government. You are doing a handing over. The, what we did in May twenty-nine was just mere ceremony that can be done anywhere. The original effect of the handover was done by Buhari before that date. But let's go to the issue. If you say Buari have said that uh, there's budget up to June, yes. are, there no room, are there no room for supplementary budget?
2: Yes, there is, but, but if we I'm, are...
3: I'm, I'm going somewhere. Okay. So even in, in terms of constitutionalism and this thing, he cannot hold on that. Mm-hmm. The best he could have done, okay. Uh, he needs not to even mention that thing on that day. What he's doing now? You resend, you do it after you have taken office, set up the machinery. And if you need a supplementary budget, you, in this country have we not seen people doing supplementary budget? Yes. What's the essence of supplementary budget? That where your, your budgetary process is, is inadequate, you can make room for that. And if it's governance about people about Nigeria, look at the pains Nigeria are going through. Do you know how many people have died because of that policies? Do you know how many people are trekking and they have high blood pressure and it's long? It's because we don't take statistical of, uh, Im- implication of some of these things. But let's come to it. We are in May. There's still budget provision for May. Why run to June? So what already. now happened to what was allocated for May? Is it made, that the people... That, was, that still was made 29th. It? So, so no, the, the month had, had ended it. No, 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 you got it wrong. Is June ending. There's provision to June the ending. ending. Yes. Mm. So what now happened to that, uh, that space? because budgets is tied to time and everything. You will have waited and done this consultation. and that time, it will be Nigerians speaking to themselves, or either they will understand we or they have a better option. And let's tell ourselves, it's not just this government. From 1999 till day, from Obasanjo regime till day, which government have fixed the refinery? It's purely IMF and world Bank conditionality. They will tell us, don't, don't, don't subsidize for your people, but go to their own country. Don't they subsidize gas to their people? I'm asking you, in real sense of it, there's no country that doesn't subsidize. Of course. Of course. Every, every you look country at does the that. critical sectors of your economy and what we reflect on the impact of the positive impact. And you subsidize it. Not because you don't you you don't have the money, but you, you creatively, okay, you say we don't have enough money. Why don't we have enough money? Let me ask you in critical. Do you, do you ever see governor? And president going on strike that they don't pay their salary. <laughs> <laughs> we've been,
1: we've not seen that happen have they
3: in this been country? able to reduce their security vote that they cannot even secure life? No. Mm-hmm. Have you not seen the, the, the look at the, the National Assembly, look, 30, 30 point something billion as yes. severance allowance? Mm. They do not add that of the governor and the presidency. Yes. Why can't you cut those areas and deploy it to where it will serve people? These are the critical things that I listen to Femi Falano. And I wish that Tinubu will listen to him. If you listen to him, you will get it better. Take advantage of this space that you have had. And then make sure that you put everything on the table. Mm. Let the labor people advise you the best way to go. And take to it the one you can do. Let Nigeria know this is what I can do. And like I said, Yaradua came and reduced his foil this thing. And promised Nigeria they are going to review it.
1: I wanted, wanted sorry to cut you short, um, Comrade Steve, but I wanted to ask you yes, we've we've spoken about the whole increasing minimum wage wouldn't actually cushion the effect because one of the fundamental questions to ask is how many civil servants do we have in the country? How many people are working under the government? The palliatives that you want to give are how many people will be beneficiaries or beneficiaries to some of these things? Now, I wanted to ask if we cannot achieve that, what other measures for cushioning? Can can be put in place to to help downs down the pain of the subsidy removal. My sister,
3: if you look at the scripture I gave you earlier on, because of the mistake that Joshua made in Joshua chapter nine, do you know the later beheaded the seventy children of Saul? Yeah. Because of that mistake, he went into wrong alliance, not probing what will be the long term implication, mm-hmm. not investigating what. In, and then if you link it to the book of Matthew chapter seventeen. That I also tell you Mark chapter 2, verse 22, he says, If you put old clothes into new one, all of them will, will, be, will be messed up. So, how do and we now find new wine to put it
1: in? I'm, I'm, I'm
3: going somewhere. Mm. People bring this blackmail from military era and said, It's only civil Is it only civil service that is trekking now? Mm,
1: yeah, we don't, no. have, we don't have. If the, you know the
3: multiplier mm. effect of foil in Nigeria, even Vaseline, it affects the price of vessel. Yes. It affect the price of the goods you bring from the rural area to the market. Mm. How come the following day everything jumped up? Look, Nigeria must not allow anybody to blackmail us it's just civil servant they are subsidizing. It's Nigeria. Yeah, because ha- we
1: don't even have a statistic. How many people are civil servants? Because in even country. if you are
3: saying it's civil servant, don't they have dependent? They do have. If dependent. civil servants don't have a living wage, will they go to market to buy from market women? So either you like it or not, it's interrelated. So it's mm. not just about civil servants. What so, we are saying mm. is that, and that's why I like the new position of the labor. Let's not even reduce it to, to subsidy. Let's take the whole economy. Let's go after those that looted the fund. You know, they also brought this blackmail. Uh, Nigerian fuel is being sold in other countries. How come when Buari locked the border, the, the subsidy did not go down? you see some of this logic are proper part of the propaganda the of IMF that they sell to some of people that are not deserve to rule us in this country during the ministry they change the name uh, right pricing uh, uh, appropriate pricing offshore downshore. you know they change the slogan, but the implication is don't give good life to your people that's the summary so so you, you think that the removal of subsidy.
2: Is more. Of course, the immediate effect is detrimental to Nigeria, which is clear for us to see. But do you think that if we had a honest government, let's let's hope that the present government is honest, that subsidy removal will not benefit us in the longer
3: run? What I'm even saying, if we have honest government, indeed, there's no way you not subsidize critical element like that. And if at all you want to take it off, you should be able to punish those that stole. The the subsidy fund before now. And secondly, put in place like the PTF. You should improve on it. During the PTF, people were seeing different means of transportation, local government from different local government for different states, the health benefit, and there. If you have the right people, the right machinery in place, I am telling you that we can run subsidy and still
1: subsidize living. But when you talk about the right machineries, wh- what are some of those right the machineries? The right machinery is
3: getting the right policy framework and get the right people to manage. Like we came into this studio this morning, mm. and your colleague was talking about uh, evacuating uh, the urban slum yes. waste that yes. like we've seen. Yes. I call it urban slum waste. Mm-hmm. Where you really have effective planning of urbanism, of, uh, of urban settlement, yeah. even the cleaning, the water system will be planned. If you have the right people in place, the right thing will be done. Mm-hmm. And what is part of the right thing that can be done? We've seen it in this country. Obasanjo says we don't need subsidy in this country. Went to Guinea-Bissau. Took the best performing NMPC is it, uh, chairman? Uh, I've forgotten his name. That man uh, that was from Edo State. Pick him to go and manage his uh, economic resources there. If you get the right people in place, believe you me, there's a way we can run this bracket of subsidy and other factor, and it will be to the benefit of this country. Mm. In fact, if you listen to Falana very well, in Nigeria today, under MFLA, a bank was bought, bought in, in trillion. But when they want to sell it to them, they sell it to themselves in five billion. So where, who lost? And then you go to other bracket that I've given before, the CEO that are not paying tax. Mm. If you take all those money from those places, We will have enough to cushion the effect for the people. And we also have enough to put in place. In terms of social welfare, many of these countries that have oil, like Nigeria, go to Saudi Arabia. They have scholarship for their people. But they have the, health instead for their but, people. But
2: I, I, the, the government also wants to argue that they've also created some level of subsidy in some aspects. There's educational subsidy, you know, where finance farmers I'm, I'm asking you, where is it? Students in federal universities don't pay as much Let as me tell you, that's they're why, supposed
3: to pay. That's why when people blackmail us, we are saying people are lacking in knowledge and they are not informed. It is a PTF, third Fund, was part of the creation of us. So, most of those things you are seeing is no subsidy anywhere. It's part of the recommendation of ASU that, okay, now they've increased it to 3%, 2% from all these multinational and all that. This thing. That's why you see it. Look, if Nigeria will subsidize education in those countries, are they paying for it? Do you know that under the Nigerian law, is it superb law? Or this uh, and Child Right Act. Yes. Nigerian government is supposed to give a functional education to people yes. up to secondary school level. Yes. And then the university level, you are able to create enough funds for research. And at the end of the day, people are paying less. Let me tell you, under this, camp- under this campaign regime, what did people campaign about education? When as we was on strike for eight months, did you see any of the presidential candidates coming out to speak against it? Because that is part of their own mindset. Then you come to the issue. As I'm telling you today, deliberately, some of them want to bring school fees, university school fees, so nothing less than 340000 Yes, according to the comparing president... Comparing
2: it to private universities. According to the president, there would be, um, you know loans for students, which automatically means that the school fees of these schools will be increased, which is the common, of course, even though they may want to deny that. It's common knowledge that when you give loans to students, you increase the school fees.
3: Now, not, let me correct it. you. It's not common knowledge. It's supposed to be common knowledge. It is not common knowledge, because the essence of loan is repayable in future. So it must not necessarily be for the sake of, it's for the, the student to have the best environment to be a student indeed. So loans should not just be tied to school fees. It should be tied to creative investment. And this is what we are saying, that whatsoever living wage government is going to give anybody, it should be a living wage that will guarantee where people can invest for the future. And I'm telling you, if with the resources that God, God has given this country, not just oil, mineral resources, human resources, if we pull all these resources together and we invest it properly and diversify the economy, who have enough to live to live for okay, okay. libya is libya not living in, on oil are there people even now that they are fighting themselves i can tell you that their standard of living is still far better than that of nigeria with all what we have why is nigeria the headquarters of poverty these are the issue and what we are saying is that we must interrogate not just only this government even past government to make sure that the right thing is not you say you are bringing palliative of five thousand and you are taking away subsidy how much is kerosene? How much is gas? How much is petroleum product? You see, when you are talking about helping the poor, you should not help to kill the, people, the poor, but you should be able to give them life. So these are the issues. So what I'm saying, in essence, is that let's interrogate a different level of governance. Let's cut waste. Let's make sure we run a very compact government so that at the end of the day, we save all this waste where people carry vehicles. Afford- uh, 40 vehicles following one governor, another 30 following one special advisor. Let's cut all those ways and save it. We invest it in agriculture. We be food security. We invest it in other areas. We have manufacturing industry. It will help us. But this beggarly living of going to beggar MF and World Bank is what has brought us to this point. That we do not have one functional refinery. Even if you say you don't want refinery, what about modular refinery? This is where some of us kick against uh, at the comfort when they are saying some people are bonkers and this thing uh, they should destroy uh, whatever. You don't in other country they don't do it. They get these people, empower them, and regulate them so that at the end of the day they can be paying tax. So there are many veritable advantage in different states that have not been exploited. There are many veritable advantage in this country that we have not exploited. If only could they can raise that. Uh, Company in Lagos, who said we don't have other people? Create a liberal grant. Don't give waiver to only Dangote. Give waiver to everybody. Let them import whatever they import. If Nigeria will not get butter, and most important thing, let's be a producing economy. We must be a producing economy. Those are the issues.
2: I want to ask lastly, for want of time, um, you've talked about cutting down cost of governance. From what you've seen so far in the last. days of these governments, is there any hope that the cost of governance would reduce? Maybe not drastically, but at least reduce enough, be lean enough to ensure that we have
3: extra cash to do the things we need? It is possible. There's nothing that is not possible. In fact, the essence of leadership is is solution-driven leadership. You identify a problem and you solve it. And we've seen under this government, even this current government, AMO with uh, that we don't even need state ministers. This is somebody that benefited from the office. From the and you are coming out to tell us we don't need the office. Why did you accept the office in the first place? Well, I can agree with him. We don't need many of these over-bloated offices. Mm. Let's cut down the number, but let the impact and the efficiency be much. So that at the end of the day, we can save money from that place to help people. So that Nigeria will not continually be the headquarter of poverty stricken individuals and family. That's why we're having a problem of insecurity. That's why we're having higher higher cases of uh, uh, crimes in this country. Mm. So if we're able to nip some of these challenges, we go a long way to help all of us, so that we have a better today, a better tomorrow, and a better future.
1: So finally, before we open the phone lines, I wanted to ask you, for the Trade Union Congress asking for that amount for minimum wage, uh, do you think that it's it's not something that is visible?
3: In the principle of collective bargaining, Mm. you ask, and then you go to the negotiation table and negotiate. Mm. And if they have their fact, why not? And if they don't have, if government feel they cannot, they will tell them we cannot. But they must also show reason and commitment to why they cannot. And, and I had people condemning the labor. You don't, people should listen to labor. Labor said this strike will commence on the twelve zero zero hour on so-so-so date mm. if government does not give up
1: people that have mandate. What Labour said is that they are that, also asking that if this their demand is not met by June 19th. They no, won't. no,
3: no, even before we get to June 19th, yes, they also said that government cannot make them to be sitting with uh, fellow weather friends that does not have the mandate of the government to commit the government to whatever they are there. And I think they've achieved it. If they have not done that, they will have just gone for tea party. And at the end, one federal government will come and tell you. We didn't give anybody mandate to do anything. But now, the chief of staff, Bajabi Amila, is involved. So either you like it or not, government can... If they run away now, it can be used against them in industrial court. So people should also realize that we must get to the point of creating alternative structure. Mm -hmm. We must not over-rely on labor. We must create alternative... All of us are bearing the bond. Why are you waiting for just labor? As a father, can't you lead protest? As a mother, can't you lead protest? And moreover, do it peacefully. Mm. And at the end of the day, government will realize it's not just a civil servant that are talking. But most it's of the times
1: we've that. seen these protests go on, and after two days, everybody just goes back to um, being very complacent about it. That
3: is exactly why we, it must not just be spontaneous. It must be organized. It must be structured in a way that is a continuous process. Mm-hmm. So that at the end of the day, government will realize that government is about people. Do you know that, that your president does not place you above anybody? In fact, you are you are a public servant. Mm. Power belongs to the people. It is because the people have not been able to enforce this right that look, we place you there to serve us. And that's why we've seen some level of arrogance in power. We've seen some level of pride in power and people in power. And people not be sensitive Mm. and being responsive to the need of the people. The essence of democracy is for you to be responsive and be sensitive to the need of your people. Mm -hmm. So we must get to that point that we get it right in this country so that at the end, we will leave a better generation for our children. We -hmm. can't leave this type of generation for our future children.
1: All right. I know I said finally, but finally, <laughs> before we open the phone lines, um, I know that a lot of people are already anticipating for the Tinubu-led administration They are hon- 100 days in office. We've already seen some of the measures being taken um, right now as we speak. We're already seeing the countenance of the Tinubu-led administration. And what are your expectations for, for the administration come 100 days? Um, as My office. expectation
3: is that let Tinubu disappoint me. What do I mean by that?
1: Why, why, what do you You mean know, by
3: some that? of us, our expectation on that Buhari was very, very high. Mm. may this Mages and that. And unfortunately, he disappointed us. Let Tinubu disappoint Nigeria and bring us, like the scripture I quoted, let him bring a new wine to a new bottle so mm. that Nigeria will not spill, so that Nigeria will not boil, so that both the bottle in Nigeria and the people will not be destroyed. Mm. I want him to disappoint all the people
1: that disappoint the, e- the expectations no no no, no. you know
3: during his campaign a yeah. lot of issues came up yes. and either you like it or not some of them are factual mm. so let him disappoint nigeria and say i can turn a new leaf i can put nigeria on a better framework so that people will now be say okay better but let him not reinforce part of why people did not believe in him it's very very important take for instance issue of uh, non-inclusion of all the religious and other regions. I want to see him include everybody, so that at the end of the day, you are not just including them. On merit, people that deserve to serve in your government, you bring them on board, so everybody have a sense of belonging. Let him be fear. Let there be equity. Let there be justice for everybody. Let him tackle issue of security, mm. and we take care. In fact, one expectation I expected for him is that by now, the inspector general of police should have been fired. Because there's a judgment that he has overstayed his welcome. So I expected by now that we have a new inspector general of police. You see, this part of it. Democracy is also about rule of law. Court have ruled that the inspector general of police have overstayed his welcome. I expected in his speech that that day we'll have something like that. That, okay, I'm taking over the following day immediately. He appoints the next inspector general of police. Because either you like it or not, it's going to affect the policing of this country. Because somebody knows that I'm overstaying I my bond, mm-hmm. and there's limit to what I can do and what I cannot do. So let the writing be done timely and appropriately. And like he said in his speech, let him consult widely before he jump to any conclusion. Nigeria is not legal
1: state all right we'll open the phone lines right now Zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine or zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. and you can be a part of the conversation on our social media platform www.facebook.com forward slash jfmjoss and off twitter at jfmjoss hello good morning hello good morning I do well to call us back hello good morning hello good morning all right, the number is to call zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine or zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, do well. To call us back, zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine or zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show this morning. And www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Jos and off Twitter at JFM Jos. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? I'm Madam Queen calling from Abuja. Madam Queen. Go ahead. Thirty seconds, please. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, good morning, Mr. Steve. Good morning, Mom. Please, can you turn down the volume of your radio set or move away from it? Thank you so much, uh, Thank you.
4: Yes. yes, you see what is happening in the country now? Mr. Uh, President, uh, Mama buhari came into power. The first demo of Mama Buhari was full of torture. Nigerians for exactly the same thing. It's not that uh, this uh, current president has not pronounced that there is removal of subsidies in the time of first, uh, first year of uh, the same And he made himself the the minister of petroleum for eight years. I thought that he was going to, to see that the corruption in the, the NMPC is being taken care of. Mm. And up to today, we are still seeing the same thing. Now that uh, President uh, Tilibu has taken over, he has removed the property. How are Nigerians? You don't even think about the, the man. If you talk about uh, palliative, giving palliative, it will not get to me because I am not one of the farmers of the poor by the grace of God. But I still the benefit from the subsidy that has been removed. So how do you implement it so that it will go around every Nigeria? And I don't see him being able to do what is there. All because right. I know that the president, why is because? You see, he, he has an of corruption against him. And anybody that is corrupt cannot be able to fight corruption. Mm. The reason why President Mahmoudi Buhari could not fight corruption is because he he, he was only sharing the statement of integrity. If he has been a man of integrity, the way Nigeria voted for him, we be, he would be have a better country, he, he would have handed a better country, a sound country, to, to, to my uh, President Timothy that has come in.
1: You would been, so this that I Thank you so much for your contribution. Hello, good morning.
5: Uh, good, morning Mekana, big guest.
1: good morning, Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where you calling us from?
5: Uh, this is Ajuba from Tuesday Show.
1: All right, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Uh,
5: my sister, Steve, has said it all. You know uh, who are the people? Why they are telling all these things? Like the way to siphon our money. I know during the time of Christ, uh, when a woman wants to pour a jar of uh, oil on our Lord's leg, Judas just stood up, saying that, uh, why can't we sell this oil and give to the poor? And uh, what did Judas tell Judas? Judas? He tells Judas, every time you are about about the poor, but you don't well to the poor. If I also preach interest, I'm telling you, these things that they are telling us, forests of the poor, is the way of siphon the poor, poor poorest money. Mm. So I don't trust the government. I don't trust the uh, activities of the administration uh, because from, this press, from the day that they came into power in, in 2015, yeah. all the promises, uh, America and, and uh, uh what did they receive to Nigerians? It's the same old, 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 old wine yeah. inside inside a new bottle. God bless you this morning.
1: Thank you so much for your contribution. Hello, good morning. Ah. Hello, good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from?
6: Yeah, my name is Joseph. I'm calling from uh, JD Domark Road.
1: All right, Joseph, go ahead. 30 seconds, please.
6: Yeah, uh, come right there Steve. I've talked um, mostly, I've yeah, spoken well. Um, like, what?
1: Hello, okay, do well to so call us back. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, 0905566669908121877777. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning.
7: <coughs> morning, welcome to the show. Where's your mama? I do know calling from right
0: there. Yeah. yeah, go um, ahead. Steve, good morning. You have
7: said it all. Let me tell you something. The problem is not even the subsidy removal. It's it's in a lot of uh,
0: uh,
7: fraud already. Why is it that they said that the subsidy is uh, uh, should be uh, start from first July? Then why did they hurriedly uh, change the pump price? That's what Labour is talking about. Labour said go back to the status quo and then uh, while the negotiation is on, they refused. The even the president could not even uh, direct them as if it was a, a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Then. Uh, even the, the labor, apart from the fact that the, the court stopped them, the industrial court. Now, even if that strike was to uh, hold, it has been politicized. Some sections of the regions of the uh, country said they won't join the strike. They are not in there. You know, can you imagine? That's yes. the problem we have in Nigeria. We don't have, we're not, we don't have a unity of purpose. We are divided along along religious uh, affiliation, ethnicity, and what have you. What, why are we finding it's not working? no palliative what's anyway no palliative it's like like let them pay the one million a month no palliative can solve this problem is the refinery let them get it working mm. dangotele refinery they have told us three days ago they told us that dangotele refinery will not mean uh reduce the price
1: of work the same government what are you talking about all the same let's not do about nigeria yeah, thank, a thank you so much last call we're taking this morning hello good morning <laughs> please can you turn down the volume of your radio set please this why you call, on down the volume of your radio set or move away from it. Hello, good morning.
6: Good morning, my name is Caleb calling from
1: Lagos. Caleb, go ahead, 30 seconds.
6: Yeah, I want to talk about the fuel subsidy. Yeah, go ahead. And I will agree with Mr. Steve. Mr. Steve said that he wants Bola Ahmed to be able to disappoint us, including me, because I was not expecting much from him. So if you do well, that means he disappoints me. Mm-hmm. Talking about the welfare subsidy, please and um, please me. I feel up till now this welfare subsidy is a scam because you can't trust the government where they hide indomie that supposed to give people for violence during coronavirus. They hide it. Mm-hmm. Then now you are telling us that we should go and 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 remove the welfare subsidy. Who 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 will you benefit? Who will you mm-hmm. benefit? So please and um, please. I'm advising them they should not even think of this. The day that we find a good government that will that will run the system of this country correct, is that's when we will start believing in this wealth, wealth subsidies. Right. So now we didn't believe in anybody and we didn't believe in anything that they are doing. If they can hide indomie for us, we didn't believe anything <laughs> from them.
1: <laughs> All right, thank you so much for your <laughs> contribution. We'll head on to our social video. Right, was very, that noodles part was. The noodles, practical. yes, he was really very <laughs> particular about the noodles.
2: Yeah, while well, Paul Dakops is good morning presenters and the guests. If they meet up to the demand, it will go a long way. But the problem now is how many, how many Nigerians are civil servants? About palliatives, that one is another way to siphon funds it won't get those that truly it won't get to those that truly need it let them leave it and look for other alternatives please Athong Philip says what a funny set of people how many nigerians are civil servants we all know the masses won't see any palliative so they should stop joking with us and look for a better way out good morning presenters and guests good morning to you too felkuka factors go on go on says why is nigeria acting like film what is the conjunction of the present hardship with minimum wage not on nigerian masses of government workers let's balance the equation first or can we shun and assume we are continuing the hardship as Tinubu is taking it from where Buhari stopped as he promised sunday moses evie evie says the statement credited to el rifa is condemnable and unacceptable let me remind him okay um, okay, this is quite, um, it's quite declarative, and I'm trying to be very careful here for, you know, the volatility of certain things. So, um, the most unfortunately, I can't take these comments on air. Nen Dong Bam says, in my own opinion, the government started with the, car- the cart instead of the horse. The minimum wage should come first before the subsidy removal, and my fear is that how short sure and how long can this continue? Because with this going, with this, with this going on, we don't know if there will be developmental projects. God save Nigeria! He says. Nathaniel Joseph says, if it's okay, seriously, if it's with the situation of this administration, they can't meet up to the demand. May God help this country. Comrade Dawos Longat says, all is propaganda. When the minimum wage was eighteen thousand naira, most of the states were still owing workers' salaries. Now, with this 13,000 minimum wage, how many of the state are paying salaries? I can guarantee you, Nigerian government would not make up with 200,000 minimum wage. It is unfortunate. Instead of looking for solutions, we are added to the problems of the country. To my governor, we will continue to pray for you for God's wisdom and knowledge in service to God and humanity. Kevin Lewis then says, I don't think the federal government can meet up with the 200000 minimum wage proposed by TUC, but they can be reasonable enough to meet it up to 200000 to cushion the effect of your subsidy removal. The federal government shouldn't always drag their feet when it comes to workers' welfare. Who are more productive than those politicians? Anyways, we pray the Sunubu's government to be proactive enough in concluding negotiations and implementing within appropriate time frame. Albert Akaya Dagzah says, increasing the minimum wage to even 500000 will not cushion a pinch of the effects of subsidy removal on Nigerians. This is because the majority of Nigerians are self-employed. The only cushioning effect is for government to provide a workable and subsidized livelihood for all. If truly the process of subsidy is as humongous as it seems to be, our government should work efficiently. Dimas Balas is. If our leaders will be honest and truthful, we can make it right within a short period of time. And finally, um, for want of time, I'll quickly take this one. John Yango says, the truth is the step the government is taking now is what they should have taken before the subsidy remo- removal. How long will the palliatives take before reaching us? We view a minimum wage is good, but how many of us are working? Edu Anquara state state government have reduced their working days and review the salaries. The federal government can do the same as well, pending when things will be normalized. Seriously, Nigerians are suffering. And Jonathan Ishola says, hmm, only God can help us in this Nigeria.
1: Amen. And finally, off Twitter at M underscore Yaron Quaps to say minimum wage won't cushion the removal of fuel subsidy. It will just increase the rate of crime. Addressing inflation will b- both tackle subsidy removal and crime rate. If you increase minimum wage, it only favors the employed. What then happens to the unemployed? Addressed inflation. Um, I don't know if we could do this in 10 seconds. Correct, Steve. Your fired words in 10 seconds.
3: Well, uh, uh, that Matthew 7 17, Mark two twenty two speaks bountiful. Let all of us change from our old ways of doing things. Bring new one into new bottle. If we continue the old way in sentiment, in religious sentiment, and other uh, bigotry, we get nowhere. And let's hold government accountable and just don't, I. we should not allow government to blackmail us. Government will always tell you, is the salary. What about other components they also brought on table? Mm. So it's very important that we interrogate government at that point so Mm. that at the end of the day, we can have a better Nigeria for all of us. And those in government should learn to throw stones so that they will know that they will not be there forever. Some people were there before. Before Today they have become former. And very soon, the days are counting. Four years already, less than... Four years now, oh, so for People in government should think reasonably, they will not be there forever. Do the right thing at the right time so that people can earn their respect and trust.
1: Thank you so much, Congress Steve Aluco, for being a part of the show. The news comes up by 10 o'clock. This was Let's Talk. Do have yourself a lovely morning. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast. Podcast.